Welcome to the Dare to Multiply podcast. On this podcast, we help passionate Jesus followers become courageous, obedient disciples who impact their communities for the kingdom of God. I'm your host, Cynthia Anderson, a disciple multiplication coach and trainer. I'm going to show you how to make and multiply disciples in your area. God's got great things ahead for you. Let's dare to multiply. How does a church build strong relationships with the community around them, especially if they don't have that relationship yet? How do you even get started? That's what we're going to be talking about today on this Q&A on our podcast. Are you busy but not seeing the fruit you long for? Dissatisfied with your present level of impact on those around you? Are frustrated with traditional methods of discipleship that don't seem to be effective? If so, the Getting Started in Disciple-Making Movements course may be just what you need. Inside the Getting Started program, you'll get access to a step-by-step proven approach to making and multiplying disciples. Not only will you receive 25 short and practical video teachings spread out over six modules, but you'll have a chance to connect with others for group coaching via our monthly Zoom calls, and even more importantly, you'll become part of a global community of like-minded people from all over the world who are passionately committed to following Jesus and impacting others around them. If you want to get unstuck and begin moving forward as a disciple who makes disciples, I encourage you to go to courses.dmmsfrontiermissions.com and sign up for this powerful program today. And now to today's episode. What do you do when you have a church that's in a community, but is not engaged much with the local community? The people who attend the church maybe come from outside the community, or if they come from the community, there's been no efforts to see community relationship and community impact, community favor built there. So Three quick tips before we wrap up today. One is you want to start with prayer. So start by encouraging the members in the church to pray and and do this in your church service, to pray regularly for the community leaders. Find out who they are. Find out what they are. Now, you may be in a completely different political party than them, or you may not agree with their policies. That's totally irrelevant, really. Because the Bible says that we should pray for our leaders, right? And so you can pray for them, not just pray for them to change to your party, right? But pray blessing over their lives, pray for their families, pray that God would guide them and give them wisdom that comes from him. Pray that they would, they would flourish in their, their lives as people, right? And that they would um, have understanding how to solve the problems in your community, right? So encourage first prayer for the community and prayer for the leadership in the community, the government that operates there. Second thing with prayer is pray, you know, start encouraging prayer walking. And I would also encourage what we call prayer mapping. So uh, get a group of people to do prayer walks and to start to just observe their community to get a, you know, as we pray, we get a heart for our community, right? So Uh, Get them out in the community walking and praying and blessing the community and believing that God is going to do something there. This will build faith in their hearts. So I would start with prayer. 
The second thing is build relationships and serve the community. So look at what are the needs in the community. Does the community need a playground that you could provide as a church? Does the community need um, English teachers? Does the community need uh, help for um, for women in crisis? What could you do? What are the needs in the community? Again, have those discussions and dialogues with some of those community leaders. What are some of the areas of need? Um, maybe there's a need for daycare that your church could help provide or uh, help financially sponsor if you can't um, provide volunteers, but what could you do to find ways to serve and build relationship and encourage participation by the church in community events? Maybe there is already something that the local government is is encouraging to have happen. Maybe it's a neighborhood watch program, or maybe it's something that uh, uh, an initiative that the government is trying to take. Maybe it's a vaccination program. How could volunteers from your church come alongside that government effort, that community effort, and show yourselves to be responsible, um, interested citizens and participants? So, you know, and in order to do this, I'll just speak really frankly, and you may not agree with me 100%, but that's okay. Um, you may have to have less church programs so people have enough time to be involved in community programs. That may have to be an intentional decision that you encourage, that you, you help people to give instead of having so many church activities that they're volunteering for and having to help with, you encourage them for community engagement. And you, in a sense, endorse that as something that you as a church are going to be involved in and you're going to help with. Um, an after-school program that you say, we're going to come alongside and we're going to help with that. Uh, maybe there's a school in your area that needs um, volunteers to help at the uh, the lunch program, or they need volunteers to do tuition for the kids who who can't afford tuition, their parents can't afford to pay for that for them, or there's something that you can encourage volunteers to do to serve the community. So more go church and less come church is probably gonna be needed there, if you know what I, I mean by that. And then the third thing that I would encourage um, in response to this question is uh, look for ways to restore relationship or reconcile relationship between the church and the community if there's been any area of frustration or any area of offense, right? Look for ways to restore that relationship. For example, um, my church in Bloomington, Minnesota, we had to really work on helping our church members. Our pastor did, I didn't do this personally, but I watched him do this. Um, because on Sunday morning, people would drive to church fast. They would, um, they would, there was parking issues. There was noise on a Sunday morning when people are trying to relax and sleep in. And um, we had to really talk to people about their behavior on Sunday morning when they're arriving at church affects our community image and how this community perceives us and whether or not we are loving our community. And so we had to change and work on our behavior so that it would be a blessing to the community, not a curse, right? Not something they saw as a curse because these Christians always come in and they 
you know, they make all this noise and they cause problems. So look for those areas that may be sort of a rub or a frustration with the community. And how can you reconcile those? How can you go and apologize for those things with uh, community leaders or people who've been offended um, and look for ways to bless rather than, and be seen as a blessing rather than as a curse in the community. So those are my three tips. Start with prayer, build relationship and serve, and then restore or reconcile any kind of area of offense. And as you do those things, I know God is going to anoint you to grow that relationship with your local community. As people begin to pray, they're going to get a heart, they're going to get relationship, and they'll have opportunities for those spiritual conversations, a chance to build uh, more relationship, hopefully invite people into discovery Bible studies or into attending the church. And um, I hope that's a help to you as you think about this issue. That's all we've got for this episode of the Dare to Multiply podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, on Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you tune in to listen. Also, make sure to link up with us at dmmsfrontiermissions.com blog on social media. And please just share, share, share this podcast with anyone you think might enjoy it. Until next time, remember, God's dreams for us are always bigger than we can imagine.